0: All right, all right, all right, folks out there in radio podcast land throughout the universe and the out the world and everywhere else in between. Uh, this is the original fools coming to you from the base of Ignorant Ridge and Vicodin Valley in the fool's forest laying down stuff for you guys a half hour at a time or a little bit longer every week for you guys to just kind of digest and get a little dose of uh, once in a while. The original Fool is here with Pop me as always. Pop a Fool at the exact same time. Pop Lay- Fool. Pop Fool, yeah. I'm here. Laying down everything that you guys need for everything else that could happen and might happen here in the last couple of days, weeks, months, and years, and whoever knows what else may happen at the exact same time. So what we wanted to kind of get into this week, guys is, and gals, is just looking at... A couple of different things have been happening, and we kind of been all over the place with different ideas and topics and things that we've been kind of seeing. Uh, sports are kind of sparse, especially when it comes to football and different kinds of things as well. Uh, getting into new stuff where places are starting to open back up, and who knows whatever heck else will happen. But what we wanted to get into today, guys, is just kind of being prognosticators of all prognosticators. The great, what was it, the great carny... Uh, Johnny Carson. Karnak. Karnak the, Karnak. the Magnificent. Karnak the Magnificent. And just <laughs> go through some of our uh, – go through some of the teams and basically the over-unders as far as win totals. And if we do have – well, I'm not going to say if I'm pretty, pretty confident we're going to have NFL football. Uh, regardless, I don't know about any other level below NFL, but I believe we are going to have NFL football in, in 2020 in some way, shape, or form. Will they get to play all games? That's not what we're here to talk about. But we're going to try to break down their uh, plus or minuses as far as win totals and go through a little bit of their schedule and what they think overall and different kinds of things uh, that people look at and different ways to go about it. Uh, and we're going to kind of look at just the AFC, and we'll kind of explain how we pick those teams. And then one of the things we've been doing is movies uh, with the Disney stuff than breaking down what we think about those movies. Now we're going to do a little bit more personal stuff uh, with theme parks, kind of closer to what we've been hitting on. We're going to break down rides at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And this is going to be a little bit of a sub-series that, Lord, this could probably go on for I don't even know how many episodes. It may basically go on forever and ever and ever. So we're just going to kind of break that down and just start with opening day and go from that. And then we'll probably drop in a couple stories here and there just to kind of see uh, what we know about that and just a little bit here and there as far as that stuff goes. So the first thing we wanted to get to today, guys, again, was breaking down NFL schedules and plus or minus win totals for three teams. And the way we kind of broke this down, the best I could figure was to take the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the 49ers, and then the best team in the regular season, and then basically what everybody's talking about, and it is what it is, the Tom Brady controversies and all those kind of two uh, NFL franchises that are involved with that. So today we're going to do the AFC uh, with – The Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs, all right, the Baltimore Ravens, the regular season overall highest record, and then the New England Patriots, the team that are looking past TB12 into a new horizon and everything else to kind of go along with it. So we'll start with somewhat of the more, I wouldn't say simple, but I guess the less complicated out of all of them, the Kansas City Chiefs, as far as all this stuff uh, basically goes into it and everything else kind of in between. Uh, at this particular point with that so the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and this is why you know these people are who they are in Vegas and everything else they're predicted at 11 and a half wins so if you're taking 12 that's basically what you got to take in order to cover this. And if you're taking 11, that's where you're basically at. So 11 and five, 12 and four is basically the number to beat as far as looking all of these other different kinds of things. So we're not going to have time to go game by game through all this, oh, yeah. but we'll kind of go through as fast as we can with all this stuff. But. Uh, at the end of the day, for Kansas City, you know, with me breaking this down, do they break 11 and a half? I actually have them, and this is, again, why I was so crazy, and I didn't even look at this number until I just broke down their schedule. Uh, right now, I think the Kansas City Chiefs uh, are going with, <clears throat> excuse me, are going at 12 and 4. I had them doing 12 and 4 as far as all this stuff, so I think they cover.
1: I think I, it's, it's interesting. I kind of went high-low on all three of these uh, picks uh, as we go through, and here's the thing you have to remember: uh, Super Bowl champions, and, and, and well, basically based on win loss, but Super Bowl champions as far as your non-conference schedule uh, outside of okay, you got to play inside your division, and then you always match up with a with the NFC division every year. That's that's one you know, that rotates, and then. What games are left? They throw the best ranked teams against each other. NFL is looking for parity. So, what Kansas City has going for them, in my opinion, is that the division they're in is weaker than everybody else's. Yeah,
0: and that and that that was definitely a big factor in all this, but. So, what did you think? 11 and a half, I got them in 12 I've got them,
1: I've got them best case scenario. They could go 14 and 2. Mm. Worst case scenario, I think they're going to go 12 and 4. Yeah, so a lot of similarities for us. Just to kind of, like I said,
0: we're not going to spend the whole time talking about this, but just a couple ones that I wrote down as far as I circled. I actually have them opening up uh, September 10th with Houston at Kansas City. I actually have them losing that game. I honestly think coming out of the gate – uh houston i mean i know it's a dumpster fire with the you know the stuff with hopkins and the rod rod receivers i think that they actually give again it's week one i mean a lot of teams aren't going to be prepared as far as this stuff and it's the right return of that um divisional or wild card game and the no, divisional game that everything kind of went crazy for where houston got up so much and came back so
1: i actually had houston winning that game that was one of the things that i saw Uh, as well well i I would consider that a toss-up and then you give it to the home team so i would say kansas city but yeah that game could easily go either way and this is another one that i thought was interesting another loss that i
0: probably said kansas city may want to look at as far as all this stuff is week five when vegas comes to kansas city and arrowhead i actually have las vegas winning this i think vegas is going to be a little bit better uh, at least at that point than people would
1: basically realize as far as everyone to three you're the you're five weeks into the season Correct. you're in the fifth week yeah maybe you'll have a feel for what vegas is really like at that point i don't know yeah i don't i don't i to me there's still a big unknown inconsistent quality there have they got talent absolutely they have talent but will they play as a team? That's going to be the question.
0: And then here was two that I basically, and, and there's a couple games in here towards the end that I thought would be. <laughs> Kansas City at Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay actually winning this on that November could be Well,
1: it be based on as it stands right now, that could be the highest rated game of the year. T V and the yeah, it's just it's right. Because, now, because, because of the starts. matchup and and you got you got the goat down yeah. there. Yeah. Uh and it's at Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. Uh and if, if things hold as we think they would but you know it's NFL who knows by that time what is that November November 29th oh lord it's yeah. right after Thanksgiving right after Thanksgiving uh, that could be oh man that there's no telling and
0: then much. another one that I kind of earmarked as a possible loss for the Chiefs and this one again yeah.
1: Yeah. December 20th at New Orleans I, I've
0: got I've that's going to be I, 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 I they've I, I you kick that off week one, I think that's a huge deal. But I think that's going to be a pretty big game. Well, what's
1: interesting there is, you, and there there you are against your, what I talked about your NFC matchups. Yeah. Uh You know what happens in that game against Tampa Bay if if Kansas City loses, and then they come down to New Orleans three weeks later. I mean that could be. This is setting up to be just something that, that and, and and then don't look past what could happen the next week with yeah. Atlanta. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so it, it it's going to be interesting. I still think they have the strength simply because of who their their division.
0: Yeah. Their and division. Their division is, they'll, they'll
1: probably walk I mean, into you division. Got, I
0: mean, you got who? You got Denver. You've got you know Las Vegas. You've got them. And then uh, I always forget the L.A. Last, uh, yeah, the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers, and, and who knows
1: what's going to go on with that? Yeah, with
0: all that kind of stuff, I mean, it uh, could be the Las Vegas because Chargers. The, because yeah. once
1: again, all the changes yeah. that you've got, and it could the be the Bell. Las,
0: it could be the Las Vegas Chargers. Yeah. where they're playing in that stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if they don't get uh, California opened up. So that was just and like I said. We're going to do the AFC. So we started off with the Kansas City Chiefs, and then the next one uh, we wanted to look at uh, was the Baltimore Ravens. They went 13 and three last year. Same thing. They they got it. Vegas has got them marked as the top at 11 and a half uh, at the exact same time. The same idea as Kansas City. So you don't see a whole lot of give as far as this stuff goes. Uh, another one that I had, and again, this is where people are going to call me crazy. Uh, I had Houston actually going two and zero. Uh, I had Houston beating Kansas City and then beating Baltimore, and everybody's going to be on the Houston bandwagon. Now, I don't think that's going to last much longer. Uh, I got a lot of faith in Deshaun Watson and other people saying, you're crazy, that's why you are the original fool and everything else. That's fine. You know, if I'm wrong, uh, I'm wrong. If I'm the prognosticator of all prognosticators, I'll be basically just saying it all bow down to me and just deal with it. Well, uh, But I had, I had that going to it, and then you had another thing where literally the next week, Kansas City comes to Baltimore, and we—I have Kansas City taking that one. So that was just kind of the one uh, that I kind of marked as far as that stuff uh, for me. So I had them at the end of the day. I have them covering at eleven and a half. All right, I have them actually going twelve and four. So another twelve and four for me uh, here at the end of the day for this particular. uh, My my two.
1: I I I said eleven and five or ten and six.
0: So and, yeah, so you're saying they're not covering the eleven and a half, yeah. So they're under. Yeah. That's fine. I mean it's eleven
1: and a half. And, so the only, and here's why I'm saying that. I think I think of the three the the three that we're talking about today, yeah, I think their division of the three is the toughest. Oh without a doubt. Because they've got to play Pittsburgh twice. Well uh, and, and, Well,
0: you you should say uh three out of the four in my opinion are tough. <laughs> The Cleveland Browns are well, the Cleveland uh, Browns until you prove me otherwise.
1: Yeah, huh? but three out of the four are much higher quality than I think your other divisions. Oh, yeah. Without so, a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh and, and I'm like you. That that second week I looked at that one too. I obviously think that Houston could easily beat them. And it'll be interesting to see how the quarterbacks on both those teams play are people starting the Watson's been around long enough to everybody knows what he does. Um
0: Lamar Jackson and everything. Jackson,
1: else. you know, have, have we figured have, have people figured out a way to you know, you kinda saw what Tennessee did with him is let him do what he does, yep. but don't let him go just nuts doing it. Yep. A- and and that worked. Let him press the field,
0: but once he gets inside the red area, you're not going any further than that. Yeah, make it mean, make they,
1: him run the field till about him the run thirty. Field, don't let their run game
0: yeah, till about the thirty yard line, right. and once you get to the bad, the minus so, thirty. So, that's will there be run. a
1: sophomore slump there? Well, and
0: that's the thing. Last year was his sophomore year, but I'm with you. I don't count that as no, a sophomore it, it, year because his it, first year he really played did. in the last two games. Exactly. Last, I mean, this exactly. is the past season, I think you can
1: you quite there, that. there's enough film out oh, there yeah. on there's now, enough film now and they know the defensive guys are going to know what he's going to do yeah so yeah but i still think they are strong enough they prove they're a strong enough team Eleven and five or ten and six. Yeah. I so I they don't that. cover that eleven and a half,
0: which is and some of the games I had circles for them that you you may be surprised. Pittsburgh has more than likely a possible loss there on a week seven again on October twenty fifth at Baltimore. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Big Ben's coming back. It's Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Yeah. It's a rivalry. I just think for whatever reason Pittsburgh's gonna kinda have their feel and their swag back a little bit. We'll see what goes on. Uh, There, Another one that we'll talk about here pretty much next, Baltimore at New England. Uh, That could be one where people might be surprised by New England and everything else. And then the last one that I had written down that I think just because of the end of the year might have a lot to do with this, depending on them, Baltimore at Cincinnati week 17 that shut the whole thing out. Uh, I think Cincinnati actually ends up taking this. Now, I'm basically playing on the fact of, you know, they've already got this stuff in the bag. They may do the same thing they did last year, and they may not take it as okay, seriously. so you're,
1: you're saying they could already be in the playoffs and they yeah. couldn't improve themselves. And yeah, gonna and I think people.
0: Cincinnati might end up getting that. So that's that's a good you, point. Hadn't where you, thought start, about where that. you start seeing some of that stuff come Hadn't into play about that. Uh, as far as that. So I think Baltimore barely covers. Papa Full thinks they don't. And, again, that's very understandable. And the last one uh, for the AFC for today, uh, the one that everybody <laughs> – Everybody was so gung-ho and set on all these different things. The New England Patriots, all right? So the New England Patriots, as far as this, and this is where it's interesting. Uh, The New England Patriots, they're marked basically at this particular point as a nine-win over-under team. And Vegas is predicting them uh, at nine wins. So you got to take over-under on nine wins as far as this stuff goes. I have, and I just, you know, and everybody said I was crazy with the Tom Brady stuff, and that's what happened. We predicted the wrong spot. I have New England covering this at 11-5. and five. I've got them covering this at 11-5. and five. I have them basically being able to figure out and do the stuff that they need to do. Now, at the front end of the season, and this is what's crazy, if you look at the start of their season yeah. and everything else, it is brutal. Yes. So, they're going to do like they've done I don't even know how many times they've won a Super Bowl this, where they're going to come out looking like absolute dog
1: crap. It'll be flat And the, the worst month.
0: thing, if you're against New England, I I don't mind New England. I'm not a die-hard hater New England. The worst thing you guys could have happen, if you're listening to this and you hate New England and Tom Brady, is for the media and ESPN to say they're done. Right. It was all Tom. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do, because it's going to get everybody on this. Because Let's not forget how Belichick really wins ball games. Defense. That's defense, right. Defense, defense, defense. And... At this point, it's mid, it's late May. Cam Newton is still in the conversation. As I'm telling y'all right now, if Cam Newton becomes a any kind of player at New England and can stay healthy for at least half these games. This nine win total is going to shoot up by at least another two before this is all said and done. So if that happens, I'm going to even stick my heels in the ground and dig my birds in even further than this. Uh, but to start off, Miami at New England, you know, that's one where I think New England might actually end up taking this. It'll be a lot tougher than people think. Well,
1: anytime they play Miami. It, yeah. It, that's one of those that it doesn't matter what the records. It's almost like college rival. Yeah, it's a rival. For whatever reason, yeah. Miami Always, no matter how bad Miami is, and they're traditionally pretty bad. Yeah, they always play New England tough.
0: But you start off here is, and then after that, New England goes to Seattle. Las Vegas comes to them. They have to go to Kansas City. Denver comes comes to them. San San Francisco comes to them. Then they have to go to Buffalo, which is not easy. Right. But then they get the Jets, which God. Does whatever he does with the uh, Jets. are they you don't know what you don't the know Jets what you're gonna have. Them. But right there, I mean, I got them losing to Seattle. I got them losing to Kansas City. I, I've got them uh, barely beating San Francisco. So you've got probably three or four losses literally in the first six weeks. And then this is what's gonna happen. This is my gut reaction. I think usually that Monday, uh, it's a Monday night game. It's uh, I believe. Right, it looks to be about week one, two, three, four, five, about halfway through the season. When they play at the Jets on Monday night football, I think you start to see them turn some things around. And then the schedule gets a little bit easier. Baltimore, Houston, not Gimmies, but then you got Arizona. The Chargers aren't what they are gonna be. The Rams aren't what they were two years ago. Miami, they've got one film on Miami, so it will be a lot better there. And then Buffalo will be tough. Then you got the Jets again to finish it off. So I've got them, like I said, going 11-5 at the end of the day and covering nine wins. Everybody says, you're crazy, they don't have Tom Brady. Again, is Tom Brady the greatest of all time? Yes, but it has to go hand-in-hand. Hand. It's not the Tom Brady show. He can't run the ball. He can't play defense and everything else. Is Jared Stinnett the answer? I don't know. Obviously, if they had Jimmy Garoppolo, what we know now, I think they would have been great, and they would have been a huge sleeping monster as far as this stuff goes. Well, because you saw what happened there. All right,
1: here's my take. So
0: what do you got? They got nine <laughs> wins. What do you got them done?
1: I got them going anywhere from ten and six to eight and eight. So which
0: one you picking? What's your What's your thing?
1: I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you know after listening to you and thinking about it. I, my gut tells me. That uh, um, I'm gonna say nine and seven. Okay, so and, and I think so they'll be make a, the playoffs. So it'd be a push. It basically well, get and, your money and, back. <laughs> but and, here, and here's what I think you'll see. I don't think you'll see whatever whatever they start out with at the beginning of the year and and. What I think will happen is Belichick, they'll make some deals right at, the, at yeah. right before the season starts. Oh, well, that's where the
0: big, that, I mean, that's always. Right, I mean, that's and, the and, that's,
1: that, and that's where he, he always. You know, that's where he, the money deals are because that's people right. are getting real nervous. He'll make some deals there that will help them. He will not be one of these that in the middle of the season say, I'm going to change course tremendously. He will stick with who he's got, yep. and he will find a way to make it work. And he will play to whatever his strengths are, and we know his defense will be strong regardless. Oh yeah. So I don't really see them going eight and eight. It could happen. I doubt it seriously. Uh, they could go. They could do like you say, about eleven and five. I think 9-7 is probably right there, but I think they'll make the playoffs. I think, like you say, I think the second half of the season will be, the, be yeah, where, where... I think that's where
0: they crank it up, and as they always do, they end up getting hot at tournament time as far as all that stuff. So at the end of the day, we've got uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens. We both think they'll cover that. We think... Uh, the original fool thinks the Pats will cover. Papa Fool thinks they'll be right at it, so it's a push. So that's why Vegas is Vegas, you yep. know, and it's why they basically make the m- millions of dollars that they do as far as that. Next week we'll do the NFC, kind of the uh, mirror side of that, uh, looking at a couple of controversial teams as far as what's going to happen here Oh, Lord. Uh, for that next week. So we'll go to the NFC side again with that. Uh, the kind of coverage. I,
1: I think you've got a lot more question marks. Yeah, you there. got a lot
0: more questions on the three teams we'll cover uh, than we did this week. So that's why we tried to get this out of the way because I think next week's going to lead up in a bunch of time. So, one of the things we've been doing here, guys, is breaking down chronologically, uh, like I said earlier, Disney movies what we wanted to do today was start off with disney world just because there's more rides and there's more stuff there Uh, we'll do disneyland but we just wanted to give our takes on everything as far as the stuff that opened up and has opened up at disney world Uh, We'll start off with the Magic Kingdom and go through there uh, and just see our uh, personal opinions on this uh, and what goes into it as far as that overall and everything else kind of in between. So we're going to start, like I said, Disney World opening day attractions, breaking them down, what our takes are on all these rides. Uh, opening day attractions, October 1st, 1971. The very first ride that is on there, and I'm not even going to say a ride, it says attractions. So we're going to cover as many attractions as we could possibly cover. Uh, yeah, and
1: this is alphabetic, I believe. Well, uh, if it, well, I mean, it's chronological, but inside that it's alphabetic. Well, the easiest way to put it on right, any kind of website would be chronological. There's no so, now, what they could have done with this yeah. is they could have done based on ticket. Yeah, but, but <laughs> again, back then, well, that goes back to when you had ticket counting ticket, yeah. ticket books. And yeah. Of course, some of these things didn't require a ticket, but right. most of the major oh, yeah. rides required. But a ticket. and
0: then we'll get into actual yeah, but chronological. That's but that's, that's a, there's another no story way. for another day. There's no way we're actually going to get through all this opening yeah. day stuff. Yeah. We'll try to do as much as we can. So the first one, uh, just because it's alphabetical, the Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, I think Papa Fool and the original Fool here probably have the same opinion. We actually, uh, and I, well, I'll just speak for me. I actually like the Country Bear Jamboree uh, in a lot of different ways, shapes, and forms. Um, you know, the animatronics were ahead of its time, different kinds of things that go along with it. Um, we both love Big Al as yeah. far as everything else
1: uh, yeah. blood on the saddle, yeah. blood on the
0: floor, and a great big puddle of blood all around. <laughs> Uh, we love that as far as all that stuff. Is there any mugs and stuff? We try to snatch those up as much as we can. And
1: this is obviously, it's a traditional, and that's one of the things too. It's, it's, it's one of those that harkens back to what Walt would have envisioned. Well, what most uh,
0: people don't know is this was originally set up for a Walt Disney Ski Resort. Out in Wyoming, yeah, where, uh, yeah, Wyoming, where they wanted to set up a ski resort, and this was literally what the theme was going to be yeah. with bears, and that fell through, so they put it at Disney World. This was in Disney World before it was at Disneyland, which is probably why you hear
1: a lot of it leaving Disneyland and staying at Disney World. Well, yeah, and the other thing about this one that that, that we've lost over the years is at Christmas time they had a Christmas show, yeah. that they don't do, which was really, and I think this is this is interesting we can talk about this we go through a lot of rides not just at this park but the other parks I think this is shorter this attraction is shorter now than it used to be yeah they cut thought, some times I off I think there's certain things that used to be in the original show that yeah. aren't in there
0: oh yeah without a doubt uh, I, I, the last time I think we went they cut out the stuff or at least a little bit about the overweight bear uh, and the tonnage thing they kind of yeah. cut out yeah. the audio of the talking Biff Buff right. and um, what's the moose's name? I can't. Max. 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 Yeah. They cut out all that stuff. So we actually, I, we both like this. We think I definitely think it's one of those uh, that's a classic. We always try to hit it up. Uh, Mrs. Fool and Nana Fool and all these others, they don't really get it as much as we do. But it's just something I think is really interesting and fun to kind of do. The next one that was on there, an opening day attraction, the Dapper Dan's. You know, that's one of those. I, I like them. Uh, I'm not stopping for them anymore to basically go through. No reason
1: to stop for them, but they certainly add to. Uh, I, there's
0: no reason to get rid of them. I think you definitely keep uh, them. Uh, it's for a first timer. Oh yeah, they just stop. Just at least them see them minutes. and just yep. listen to them. Yep. It's it's a really cool and thing. they're good. They're good at what they do. They're definitely great at what they do. Dumbo, the flying elephant. You know, I, it's Dumbo. You got to have a ride based on one of their iconic movies. Uh, that's one of those where. I, I, I could honestly take it or leave it anymore because, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago or last week when we had yeah. the story. It's the same ride at a carnival as it, it is at Disney
1: World. They it, haven't
0: done anything to no, make it make it what Disney does. It's probably
1: one of the first rides of a small child yeah. ride that really has has a thrill aspect to it because you get to go up and down a fair amount in the air. So, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great for what it is for the It's kids. the simplicity of it. Yeah.
0: But I think you could probably do something a little bit more to amp it up and do something. I mean, you got Disney money, technology, yeah. something to make it a little bit more. Well, uh, they did something. They made two rides. Yeah, they made two. <laughs> I can't yeah. say,
1: that's such a demand. Yeah, man. they made
0: two different sides yeah. for it. Me. I mean, like Papa Fool just said, there's people still going to. But right. I just I, – You know, it's just one of those things, actual ride system. Next one, Fantasy in the Sky Fireworks. You know, the original fireworks go, I think right now, you know, it definitely would be outdated and overrated as uh, stuff because the fireworks shows have grown in leaps and bounds. Uh,
1: And obviously in its day it was the best. And it was the best. And Disney's now is still the best. Oh, yeah. But it's come miles and miles. And if you've not been in the last what 10 years and you go now and you see what they do with the fireworks and then the projections that they do the video projections on the castle unbelievable what they do now
0: yeah and then the next one here is the Frontierland uh, shooting arcade Uh, that's still political
1: correctness yeah
0: I would think so as far as all this stuff it's still there the Disneyland one a little bit not Uh, as much but yeah political correctness and stuff basically it was a good one
1: it was good it was was
0: interesting it's you know a lot of things you can find it like a Bass Pro or an outlet or outdoor store but i mean it was another way just to basically take a second take a deep breath and it's not great but it's it's what it is and the next one uh what most people would consider the most boring thing without a doubt at disney world and magic kingdom the hall of presidents as debbie downer would say her favorite ride from (laughs) snl yeah from snl uh here's my take on the hall of presidents and I'll be honest, you know, I'm a history guy. Papa Fool's a history guy. I, I absolutely – here's my take. It's one of those where if you want to, you know, get a 7- or 8-year-old in the sit-down and be quiet for a little bit and some air conditioning, go do it. Uh, is it on my top list? No. Do I get it? Absolute percent, absolutely 100%. Now, I would get I would get just as much out of it watching a recorded Episode of it like a TV show at home, well, yeah. As I, I would there,
1: here again, I think in some relations, in some some respects, this is like what we talked about the Dapper Dance. If yeah. you've never seen it, you should see it. Yeah, once you've seen it, do you need to go back and see it? Only if you want to see if there's a new president, president. that you care about and how, and they, his, do, and and how, how they, they do it, and how they do it. Yeah, outside of that, I mean, it's it's amazing, it, it really is, it's well done, but it's not something that you would have to go back. Well, to.
0: there's another historical ride that's in another park that yeah. I would suggest. Yes. You go uh, see we if, that you're gonna beat, we'll if you're going to beat yeah, if you're going to beat your red, white, and blue chest yeah, I think yeah, there's another yeah, show you yeah. need to see that would do the same thing but a lot better but like I said I see the Hall of Presidents once you're done with it maybe watch the updated version on YouTube yeah, yeah. or just watch it somewhere online on Disney Plus if they've got it which is something they might do uh, in the near future uh, to make some money and then the next one, uh, the Haunted Mansion. This is probably up on my Mount Rushmore rides. Uh, it's definitely one we always try to do. Uh, it, it, I think the queue that the interactive queue and things that have gone into it, uh, is pretty cool as far as all these other different kinds of things. So one of the things we'll kind of probably stop here and run out of time. One of the things that, <laughs> If you guys didn't know this, there is a backstory to the Haunted Mansion. And we looked for it for years and years and years, and nobody knew it was about this idea. And they've added more into it because you didn't used to see anything about the, the bride. You know, the whole story is the bride yeah. and the... Uh, and the groom were on the horse and then they got ended up getting thrown from the horse carriage, ended up dying in front of that. She ended up living longer than him. Supposedly it was a setup and she killed her husband all this stuff and then she lost her ring. One of the things that they did was, was kind of hidden in the, uh, what would you call it, the walkway queue mm-hmm. area.
1: That
0: exit area. Exit area as you're leaving kind of in the middle with the uh, plants and stuff is they put a small little embedded ring in the concrete and we actually found it one year uh, over on the left side, but I swear, and this is another one of those Disney Chronicle stories, we can't tell you how many times we've seen <laughs> basic people just literally poking
1: themselves at the ground. And, and, and here's the thing, Disney swears this was never there. Yeah. they They swear it was never there. But we we, I, we took. I of. we saw it, and and I know it wasn't just people trying to say, oh, it's where a pole was, that there was a fence, and there was no. all this. No, no. Uh, once we actually found it, because there are. Things like that that you see, they're going, well, that can't be it. That's where a pole was. But this was not the case.
0: Well, if you don't remember, this is one of the stories i tell you, and this is a story that happens all the time. We'll get into the rascals and stuff later. But we saw one time where somebody was looking for it, and there was a very unfortunate woman who basically... Was not paying attention on her rascals that's where he come out and she ended up thumping over two different people's ankles as far as to get past all this stuff so it's caused a lot of different issues and things but we have actually seen it and there is no doubt and it's probably no bigger than a half dollar not, no bigger oh, than a quarter bigger, yeah. no bigger than a quarter but when you see it it's literally a circle with an embedded indentation of a diamond on top and there is no doubt yeah what it is, and here's the thing that people don't also tell you. Last time we've gone back is they've moved it. They don't keep it in the same spot. Now we know this for a fact, like I said, we've seen it and we found it, and they, we know, we've marked it, we took pictures of it, so when we go back, we could see it. This is one of the things they don't tell you. There is a ring to basically say she fell out of the... And everybody says, oh, it's just a Haunted Mansion. No, there was actually a story. That's why they had the movie with Eddie Murphy, even though it was not very well no, received. But that, that was But a, um, that was they mistake. do have... <laughs> yeah, they do have a lot of different things that go along with it as far as everything else. Uh, but that's just something if you're ever looking, um, maybe go look for the ring uh, for the bride and I don't even remember what her name is now as far as all this stuff but then you've got you know all different kinds of things that they do at Disney World but we'll talk about the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland which I wish what they did at Disneyland they would do at Disney World
1: yeah for Christmas
0: well I don't mean just for Christmas but with the Mad Hatter and everything else oh
1: yeah 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 and all
0: the stuff because the Mad Hatter was all kinds of controversial but they only put it at Disneyland because it was at Disneyland before Disney World but that hey Beggars can't be choosers. You know, a lot of people don't even go get get to go to Disney World once in their life. We've gone, I don't know how many times. Yeah. So that's where we're going to kind of stop because the next ride we will get to definitely has a Disney Chronicle that is near yeah, and dear to Papa Full's I, heart. It's a story that's going to that 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 deserves- take up. That's going to take up a pretty good amount of time. It it delivers its own. Uh, And I will uh, just tell you all, when we get to this either next week or somewhere in the near distant future, uh, this may be a story that propels us into another level of (laughs) podcast because people may just want to hear about it uh, in a couple different times. So we're going to kind of pause there this week, guys. Uh, Next week we'll hit up the NFC as far as our wins and loss predictions and totals uh, for next year. And then we'll keep talking about some Disney World rides and where we think as far as what we're going and what we feel about them and everything else. So, again, we hope you guys have enjoyed just a quick half hour to take your mind off of stuff. I uh, hope you've enjoyed a dose of what we're laying out and got you a helping big, fat dose of this. Uh, and, again, coming to you from the base of Ignorant Ridge and Valley, right smack dab in the middle there in the Fool's Forest, is the original Fool. Pop Fool. Talking to you guys one more time. Hope you guys have a happy, healthy, and a safe one. Check us out on Twitter, at TBFOOLS, at TBFOOLS, Instagram at TBFOOLS, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, podcast one, you name it. You can find a podcast. You can find us. All right. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Catch y'all on the flip side. Talk to y'all next time.